I tickled your toes. Well, that explains the Lucas stream. Hey, losers. You're listening to Kids Get Acquainted with the Internet, a Girl Meets World podcast. I'm Dan. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Keith. And today we're talking about Girl Meets World, episode 12, Girl Meets the Forgotten. And season 4, episode 4 of Boy Meets World, Fishing for Verna. So we're going to start off with our contest today. We're going to finally decide who the winner is. Decide. Oh, we're going to yes. find out. No, we get to pick. No, we're um, <laughs> we're yes. picking names out of a hat, unlike the way Dan made it. Yep, there's the hat. Yep, hear the shaking of the hat. But well, we should give a little bit of a description for this. In case okay, so we took everyone who answered correctly to our question, what is Corey's real name? So Corey's real name is Cornelius A. Matthews. As, uh, we, as we find out in the finale of the show, I believe. Yes. Yeah, yes. Shh, Topanga doesn't even know that. <laughs> I wonder if she knows now. <laughs> That'd be interesting if they brought that back. Yeah. Yeah, because like they were ma- because by the finale they were married and she didn't know his <laughs> real name. So let's do it. All right. All right. So he's about to draw a name from the hat. We have all everybody, everybody's names in the hat. Let's go. And the winner is Jeremy Pape, ninety three. J Pape. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> All right. So, Jeremy, we will d- DM you on Twitter. We can talk about how you get to you get to pick which Boy Meets World season you want from us, and we'll figure out how to get it to you. But thank you so much to everybody who entered into the contest, and I think we'll probably have some more of it down the line. Yep. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. And be- so before we get right into Wait, the episodes, yeah. before we get into the episodes, I just want to give quick shout-outs to uh, Queen of Rider. And Rara GMW underscore R5, uh, who is known as Emily also. Um, <laughs> we're giving shout outs to them because they have done some really nice, thoughtful things for us uh, over the past week, and we really appreciate what they did. All right, so Girl Meets the Forgotten. I personally like this episode quite a bit. I don't think it's perfect, but um, I thought the pacing was really great. I really appreciated that it's like pretty much one solid story, like a big, strong A plot with just two C plots that sort of connect with the A-plot very well, and so it didn't feel disjointed. I felt like the pacing was a lot better than usual. I liked a lot of the comedy. I thought the message was a good message that needs to be taught. And I, you know, I thought there were some little nice character things here and there that I enjoyed. I have some negatives, but you guys can go before. Um, For me, I I appreciate what they were going for, but I thought they were aiming pretty high. I think the mark kind of fell down in the middle. And when you aim so high and you don't quite get there, it's just doesn't succeed for me. It was a little too superficial. And I enjoyed a lot of, there was some good humor, but there was also some things that was like, there were some very simple decisions that could have been made differently that would have made this like, a, you know, twice as good. Yeah, what I thought was, there was a lot of good moments and good one-liners that, and there was some chemistry between the characters and different dynamics that we hadn't had either in a long time or at all before. Yeah. But then, I don't know, it just wasn't consistently good for me. And I think there was just some things lacking for that. Though I really enjoyed the episode, I think the two big issues are that the lack of subtlety, yes, I feel like they like were really hammering home the message pretty hard, especially when we get to the final classroom scene where they have to explain it, which it's already pretty clear at that point, especially with the scene with Topanga and her and Riley, when Riley does that to her, I don't feel like we need the classroom scene too. Uh, and then the other issue is just in storytelling and film especially, 
you want to show what you're talking about, not just tell about it. And, you know, you guys pointed out yeah, that you That had... was a really big issue with this, is that they kept saying they were working and only showing the before and after, never actually anyone getting their hands dirty or even doing much physical activity at all. Yeah, and I, I do agree. I think it would have been great just to even just have a fun little musical montage interlude yeah, just them needed, working needed... hard and being silly while they're working hard or so, you know. They needed something Working hard or it... hardly working. <laughs> they needed something to, to kind of... To solidify what they were doing and make it feel more real. This yeah. to me was it was a little too fluffy. It was a little too. Let me just explain this to you, and you're going to believe it, as opposed to I'm going to show it to you, and you're going to feel it. And I think you had a much bigger issue with that than I did. I I, I still felt like he got the point across. And I do agree that it would have helped to have more scenes of them like actually doing the work, as opposed to just oh look at all the dishes. Oh look, we're done with the dishes. Um, I agree that that's kind of that's kind of an issue, but it, but I, it didn't really bother me. I, I still felt like the way they acted it and the lines they were given got the idea across. So, what kind of grade would you boys give it? <laughs> you boys, um, us opposite sex boys. Uh, I. It's funny because you're on the other side of the table from me too. Yeah. I would give it a B plus. I think it was one of the more solid episodes in the season. Mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna give it a C. Really? Yeah, I just... I really don't get that, man. I thought this was a really one of the I think it episodes. had lofty goals, but even if it even if it was a mediocre episode, it just... But it I doesn't... don't think it was a mediocre episode. I think it was a big step in the right direction, but... I, but I think at this point, you need to stop stepping in the right, the right direction and actually have something that's solid. I mean, I, I, can, I can see where you're coming from, but I still... I think they're taking steps, and I think it's season one, and they'll get there, and... I think for me, the bigger issue that I have is not with this episode, it's just that basically since we've come back from the break, we haven't had, like, a dramatic episode. Well, let's let Caitlin Gray before we get into that in more detail. Okay. Okay. So, I actually had planned on giving this a lower grade than I'm going to, and I'm going to give it a B- minus because I realized that there were some things that I hadn't taken into consideration, like mm. the use of extras yeah. or side characters. I'll... Yeah. Not quite extras See, because they had a plot. They had a plot line. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to give it a B minus because of that. Okay. Yeah. See, I think that a lot of the things we've been asking for this episode gave us. So I really do think it's a step in the right direction. And I'll get into that in more detail. But I was saying a, a thing that I think is an issue with the show right now is that since the hiatus, we haven't really gotten a dramatic episode like the girl meets father kind of mm-hmm. thing. That it's been we've had some fun episodes. Like this one is sort of a it's a message episode, but it's not really a drama episode. And it, but I think it's, yeah. that's part of my problem is I mm. could have been. It could have been. I felt like they wanted it to be, See, I, and they didn't quite follow through. I I didn't really think it was supposed to be dramatic. I think it was supposed to be you know a message, but I thought it was supposed to be we're gonna have fun, we're gonna tell you a message, not like because what what was the drama? There was it wasn't like someone was going through like a. I, I don't know. It wasn't like what, what, like what we'll get to with the Boy Meets World. I just, I just don't know that you can have a message that profound without a little bit of drama that goes beyond that. Mm. I, I can see where you're coming from. And I, I do think we're definitely due for something where someone's really conflicted about something and struggling. But it definitely looks like with Girl Meets Flaws next week that they're aiming for some real drama there. So we'll see how that goes. Checking out with that then. But let's get into scene one. So we have this scene that starts up in the kitchen, and uh, Riley's been oversleeping, and she, mm-hmm. as she explains, that she can't take it seriously when when Chipeng only tries three times. To wake up. <laughs> it's like what, what she's like, still checking seconds? for chicken pox yeah, so yeah. she can miss school. See, I think there were a lot of really fun, relatable things. Yeah, like it, that was, in this it was good to see them being a little bratty because it like takes down the whole like 
these are the perfectionist She's girls who are like the perfect little girls or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's good yeah. to have some humanizing elements. It, it maybe went a little too far, but it, you know, it is kind of like how Corey and Sean would be kind of yeah. like oblivious jerks. Yeah, <laughs> I really appreciate that when they when they let them be flawed people that don't always understand how they're hurting the people around them. What? Maybe they should have made that next episode. <laughs> 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 no, yeah, but so. Riley comes in, grabs the toast out of uh, Topanga's hands. Yeah. That's Riley, right? Yeah. 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 So then they sit I like down. how we don't even know who's stealing things, from, like, not stealing things from Topanga, but, like, that Maya was such a. Yeah, Maya was acting like it was her place this episode. Yeah, she was, like, <laughs> yeah. she was, like being the snarky, bratty daughter. Yeah. Even more than Riley. But well, yeah. More that later. Yeah. Well, th- that was another point that I liked about this episode is that I felt like I saw a little bit more of. The, the family unit, including Maya. That, and also, I guess that I saw Maya, Maya's sort of more rebellious side a mm-hmm. little bit there coming out, more than we have in a while. That's true. Yeah. What a couple of those uh, Maya moments during this episode remind me of was at the Bay Window during the Truth episode, mm-hmm. when Riley's talking about dinner and Maya's like, oh, I wish I could have been there. She's yeah. like, me too. And, like, she's explaining everything that just happened. Mm-hmm. So it shows that, like, she really is, like, part of the family. Yeah, she's yeah. invested in, you know, the home life to the point that she can be a brat. And it, yeah. it's, like, not like, who is this awful girl in my house? It's like, ah, yeah. why do I have two daughters? <laughs> <laughs> so this scene has a really, one of the moments I really like. It's a little bit more of a mature joke for <laughs> just the, uh, the my, fact that Maya tickles Riley's feet and then she has a dream about Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> that explains the Lucas dream. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that that was that was pretty out there. I thought that was that was pretty. Funny. It gets back to the uh, the glove slap from last episode. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm saying it's like on the same level. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Glove slap. The butt slap. Oh, butt slap. <laughs> yeah, with the glove. With the glove. Okay. That, that took me a second too. I thought someone like <laughs> slapped someone across the face with a glove, and I'm like, yeah, I don't I remember. I you to a duel. <laughs> I could. I had no recollection. So the whole part of the scene is they're sort of talking. Oh, we're going to get school electives. I can't believe they're going to give us a job and school. Blah. And then at least this parent theater thing. Yeah. So my big thing that disconnected me from there were good moments from it, but the big disconnect because it just really is a flawed logic to start the whole thing out. Corey is a teacher. He's not going to school and having a job. That would be something entirely different. Yeah. I agree. What Topanga says afterwards about how she had two jobs and went to law school, that is a much better point than Corey saying, I'm a teacher, so I'm going to school and a job. No, your job just happens to be within a school. Yeah, that would be like, if, so, Har- I'd be like if Harley was like, I have to go to school and do my yeah, job. And so if they just made that scene about Topanga... Yeah. That have been all that would be fixed, but they can't really have scenes about Topanga, can they? <laughs> okay, well, so you guys have much more issue with this. I think Topanga was doing a lot better this episode. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I, she felt like Topanga more to me. But it was one of those little simple things. Why didn't they just make that about Topanga? Because if the whole takeaway was they were trying to learn how to appreciate, yeah. for the most part, Topanga, mm-hmm. why would they open that about Corey? who has to go to school and yeah. work a job. Well, the thing is, I think it would have worked as, like, a one-off thing if he just was like... But, yeah, mm, they, they went, just they yeah, rolled with it. Yeah. Why did they do that? Yeah. It was yeah, too much of a tangent for something See, that didn't make any sense. I agree sense. the flawed logic is there, but I still felt like there was a good little back-and-forth chemistry between uh, Ben and Daniel. And I agree, but the problem is it just it alienated me from the beginning, yeah. which made it suffer for me. But then they had a line that I did like, which is, uh, your life's a piece of cake, and then Maya's like, ooh, I want cake. Yeah. <laughs> 
And then, okay. yeah, Topanga's like, go to school. And Maya gets up and she's like, you'll be here making cake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I thought Sabrina yeah. did a great she job. She was a good little like, jerk. Yeah. yeah. She's a good little jerk. Well, because like, like, there's like no question about it. Like Maya was a huge jerk. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. She was. But like, it was like just, it was like on that edge of the knife. She was just in doing yeah. it up. Where you're like, cute. oh, I hate Maya. And like, Maya, she's a jerk, but she's a cool guy. <laughs> You're like, I still love Maya, but get up off the couch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Good stuff. I, one of my issues, though, with this opening scene is everyone... So after everyone leaves and you see Topanga consecutively not being appreciated, like Riley not putting her dishes away, everything, mm. and just go out the door, then she's like, okay, have everything, about to get ready, going out the door, and then she like, comes back and she's like, I have another kid! And it's like, I almost went to work! I didn't feel that way. I thought that was pretty funny because at that point, as she was leaving, I was like, hey, wait, Augie's not around. Why isn't Augie in this scene? And then... We find out Augie's yeah. okay. I, do, I, think, I think isolated, it could have been fine. I just, for me, the issue with that is not that it happened. Mm. It's that it happened amidst we never see her actually being a lawyer. Mm. And I do want to point out, because you, you know, we've been saying that a lot, just that especially season one of Boy Meets World... We did not see Amy off working either. Uh, you know, she talked a lot about being a real estate agent and doing real estate, but we mostly saw her with Morgan. We mostly saw, you know, her being a stay-at-home mom folding laundry. And that is so, an issue, but yeah. the difference is when you have a character like Topanga, who's supposed to be this hyper-academic, overachiever character, mm-hmm. and you have all that build and all that arc to get somewhere, yeah. you can't just drop it. Also, that was 1993. Yeah. It's 2014. Come on, people. And also, Amy had lots of odd jobs all throughout the show. Mm. It would get, it would get very, it wouldn't be cost effective if you showed all of her jobs because that would be a lot of sex. Yeah, so we had, um, (laughs) she was showing houses and then. She did something with art, I remember. Oh, she had like a gallery or something? See, but okay, but I think that's even worse because. As someone who watched a lot of Boy Meets World, before I like started doing this podcast and like really paying attention, I forgot she had ever had a job. I thought that she was just a stay-at-home mom. But I think the reason like, is because you hadn't watched the most the early seasons until more recently. Yeah. And I think that really is because you had some slight aversion to them. Yeah. Whereas if you were someone that enjoyed them more, it would be fresher. In your yeah. And she didn't but... always have a job, I don't think. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there were periods of her not having a job and being a stay-at-home mom because she had so many jobs, so there were points where she was in between. And then she worked at the wilderness store for Which is, yeah, which is pretty realistic if you didn't, if you, it seems like she didn't have a college education, so she just had offbeat jobs rather than a career. So you're not going to give them any credit for, I mean, the whole point of this episode is that she works really hard, that she does both, and that, you know, we and that that's a really impressive thing that she's able to do both. And you know what? It would have been great if in... Two or three other episodes previously, we saw her at her desk working or like doing something, you know, that seemed frustrating and actually have her. I want want to feel the frustration. I don't Mm -hmm. want to be told the frustration. Yeah. Or if in one of those long scenes where they're explaining the lesson to you, they took just like maybe 20 seconds to show Topanga at her desk. Like maybe her boss comes in and says Mm -hmm. something snarky to her. Or on the phone. Yeah, yeah. or somebody. if she, like, sighed at her desk. She could have even, even if they didn't want to, like, have a desk or have her 
through that stuff. She could have been coming in with the grocers on the phone right. dealing with a thing. Mm-hmm. I agree that, that that would have helped. I, it's not enough at this point. She doesn't seem like, as busy yeah, like, as yeah, I'm saying she is. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't you picture a scene where she like comes in, she's trying to hold up the groceries, she's on the phone with someone important, she like drops the stuff and like Riley just keeps walking by and like doesn't yeah. even see And that would have been yeah. you know a lot better. And yeah. we actually have literally had things like that from Boy Meets World yeah. where there were drop groceries and mm-hmm. people walked by or almost helped or then eventually did help. But I do I personally still think it's it's better than it was. I, I agree that there's a room to grow. It's aiming at least. Yeah. Yeah, I just for me it's not enough anymore to say like Oh, I'm this powerful person, and like she's supposed to be like one of the best lawyers in New York. Yeah. That they told us there, and like they call her the shark or yeah. something. Why? Well, one thing that we should also be seeing is times where she's not able to be there for them, for the girls. Yeah, the yeah. yeah, because there should be times where Cor- Corey Corey should feel like overwhelmed because she's off working all the time, and he has to pick up the slack. Because that's what would happen. Yeah, because right? because I also think it's just as big of an issue that we don't see Corey doing any of the housework, housework or yeah. cooking or anything. Yeah, he should have more free time. Instead, he's just complaining about her chicken. <laughs> sure. so, and he comes back at like three o'clock each day. So yeah. Yeah, his hours are perfect because he's with Riley all the time. <laughs> so he should be able to attend to Riley. Yeah. All right, let's move to scene two. <laughs> Alright, so scene two starts off with this sort of, this joke that I'm torn on, because, so, they talk about the Great Depression, and Riley's like, what, you mean the Grand Canyon? And, (sighs) so, I think it's funny, and it sort of harkens back to a lot of kinds of things that Corey was saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but it doesn't really jive with the character they built up for Riley. Yeah, Yeah. Riley's supposed to, they made such a big deal of how many A's Riley had, First episode, she was so excited to do her homework, mm-hmm. but she doesn't know what a library is, or never been to one, and she doesn't know the difference between the Grand Canyon and the Great Depression. They need to land somewhere. No matter yeah. what they do, they need to pick something and stick with it and land somewhere. Yeah. And I, and when we were talking about this while we were watching the episode, I pointed out, you know, season one, they changed, season one through seven, they changed continuity so many times, changed what the characters were going to be. Yeah, but they do need to, if they need to pick, if they want her to be more, you know, not oblivious. Yeah, more oblivious, then that's fine. Just stick there. And My only issue with that is then it kind of brings me back to some of my points I had in the earlier podcasts where people forget that, like, she's supposed to be the product of Corey and Topanga. And I felt like the her love for school mm-hmm. showed more of the her Topanga side, whereas, like, she has so much Corey in her. Yeah. Because, like, they're trying to make her the Corey of the show that I want there to be some essence of Topanga yeah. in her. And, and so you are mad that they were starting to lose that? Yeah, and yeah. they're starting to make her, like, just Corey 2.0 female version. Yeah, and I think that... I think that Farkle's kind of part of the problem that they're not going that direction because... he wasn't there, they he, let her go yeah, this Yeah, because he's taking up the I'm excited about school thing. Because, yeah, they, they not only is she acting oblivious, but she's also like, oh, I don't want to go to school. Oh, I, I want to skip. The, uh, that first line is like, oh, we have to wake me up three times because I don't want to go to school. And no, she was saying three times wasn't enough. It was yeah. Like, seven, <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah, I think that the, because they're having Farkle be, like, the smart person. And the thing is, Maya, Maya's really smart in her own way, too. Um, so, so, so I don't think it's necessarily a gender thing, but I do think it's... It's kind of like, I think that they don't know how to make her being smart funny for them, and they don't know how to, because she isn't really, they have to play up her dorkiness 
in that way, in a cute, likable way. And I, I think that they, they go to, the go-to comedy for them is the oblivious thing. Because yeah, which is thing weird, that. because the whole thing in Girl Meets Popular was she was obviously, they thought she was smart enough. Yeah. That could she be, you yeah. know, with, with the geek, you know, the quote, the geek crowd. Yeah. And so that's another weird thing where they they can't keep going back and forth. They have to land somewhere. Yeah. Because Popular was after when they were at the library. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, I, I still think you guys are focusing on the library thing a little bit too much because I think that's partially just a uh, generational. generational gap. The, the the library thing doesn't bother me nearly as much as the Grand Canyon thing. Um, I, I can see where you're coming yeah, from. Because, because you can do all of your homework now without ever setting foot in the library. Oh, definitely. Yeah, especially by seventh grade. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It was so melancholy. <laughs> yeah. No I more libraries. I miss the just the other thing is we haven't had Riley answer raise her hand and answer a question and be correct. Every, is, is that true? Should, no. uh, yes. <laughs> okay, with the Trojan War episode, she, everything Corey said, she answered wrong. I don't know. Okay, I know there's been many times where she said wrong answers, but I don't. I'm not willing to I gamble can't. the fact that she's never said a right answer because somebody will pick out the one time she said a right. All answer. right, tweet in <laughs> a correct answer from Riley, and I'll apologize. <laughs> and they should have a mix. Obviously, yeah. they should just make her a doofus. Yeah. Yeah, because I also think it would like they could do comedy like they did used to do with Minkus, where like he always thought he would be right, and then the comedy came from when they weren't right. Right. You know, or it could be that she had like a special subject that she knew more about mm. within you know. Yeah. History is a pretty broad yeah. thing. Okay, so the topic of the week is the Depression, and they talk, started talking about the forgotten, uh, the young middle class who were not appreciated and... Seemed kind of random, that terminology. We looked it up. We had not heard that terminology. We looked it up. We only found one reference to that that had anything to do with the Great Depression. It was a book that came out in 2007, mm-hmm. so we didn't really see how that... It like sounded vaguely term. familiar to me, but... I, I think it's because they have to write the name of the episode on the blackboard all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just... It, 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 it sounds like... It seems like Great Depression, the the message you get with in, in conjunction with it isn't necessarily... We need to appreciate people. Right. But... Because we had the... They were talking about the Graves of Wrath and season yeah. two, what was it? Yeah, about? I guess watch the episode. And that, that made sense. That yeah. actually connected. I don't know that this was... Yeah. I don't know what they could have done, but this didn't seem like the strongest choice. Yeah. But we did have some very nice interactions between Maya and Riley. Ship, ship, ship. <laughs> so we had Riley misinterpreting the message of the week. Um, where she's like, As per usual. Maya. Because he's trying to make her realize that she should appreciate Yeah, is there Riley. anyone in your life that you feel like you haven't been appreciating? Maya, my life is better for having you in it. And Maya's like, I know, Pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, that was great. That was great to love right too. I really just, loved that. Like, they just, there was no romantic music this time. <laughs> so I will say. I feel yeah, like they're toning no it down. No matter what happens with the structure of the episode or any faults, Whenever it's like a Maya and Riley moment where they're yeah. just talking to each other, it's always gold. Yeah, no, no matter I what, agree. it's always they, gold. They such good chemistry. Yeah. The best thing that this show has done is been cast those two. People. Yes, I yeah. so much. Uh, and, so and they get to have great. great I think it just works really well in the same way that Ryder and Ben were friends oh, yeah. outside of the show, and yeah. they're such great friends outside of the show. Yeah, yeah you can feel the casualness of it I all. Feel the friendship. <laughs> So after this happens, Corey's like, "You can't believe it." So he's like, he's like, he pretends the bell rang and he just leaves. Ring. Which is, it's a nice turn, actually. Yeah, it's something that it's good because like 
Feeney has done things like that yeah, like yeah. now, but he's been made like very dramatic, like, yeah. no, I choose to walk out on you. Mm. But this was him being like, Ring, is it gonna? I'm, I'm, I'm going now. <laughs> I cannot deal with this. I, I felt like this was clearly a play on the fact that the students always leave. Oh right. yeah. Yeah. Right. So I thought that was because Maya's like, you can do that. Because <laughs> he's like just immature enough yeah. that you can believe that. Yeah, no, it worked. I thought that. I thought that was a lot of fun. I think there. Were, I think I've definitely had teachers that, where I would expect them to do yeah. something like that. Have we ever had anybody walk out on us? We, had, we, we have to have had someone walk yeah. out of this. Oh, you definitely did. <laughs> we caused a lot of problems in high school. We must yeah, have had somebody we walk were, out. We were mayhem. Uh. Well, you guys walked out of study a lot. Oh, <laughs> right. about, Dan about, broke a window once yeah, we're and not, didn't we're get talking about, like, Mr. C... Yeah, no, we got into a lot of trouble back in the day. <laughs> no, actually, I would say we got into trouble. Okay, we made we a lot of trouble. <laughs> you corrupted so many souls. All right, get into the cafeteria. <laughs> actually, this is a perfect example of how we would cause trouble. Oh, yeah. Well, a little high school, yeah, too. Freshman year of high school, we definitely won our... I would okay. say, the thing about like making the volcano yeah. out of mashed potatoes... We've done things like oh that. Oh my god, yes. Mess. We, we were very average boys of combining things together <laughs> to see how disgusting they could be. And then, and like, then, keep you for weeks. Yeah, and, and then, like, like sometimes... Walkers. Sometimes, like... Oh, this is not just a stereotypical boy thing. Keith, do you remember before we were dating, we were at Friendly's, and and for five dollars, you were going to buy me a CD if everyone put the, a disgusting thing in a drink and I drank it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there were lots of things like that. We would bet people and dare and, people. And I did it. <laughs> so, are you saying that about us or about you? I'm just saying that in That's general. I, I didn't drink it. I never have drank anything like that. <laughs> okay, but can we tell the story about the Windex or the? Oh, Luke, where I was. Yes. Oh, I thought you were gonna do the making a pile thing. Uh, oh, no, I, think, I think the other thing's better. What was it? Yeah, well, you Luke, shouldn't say Luke, his full name. Yeah, don't, don't say Luke Voyage. Okay. Right. Right. He I doesn't care either. He's not there. <laughs> All right. So we have one good, uh, a good this story. Was ninth grade, right? Yeah, this was ninth grade. Yeah, we were in the lunch. We were in the cafeteria at one of those little booth table things and we were and the kids you know the next booth over just started chucking things over the little divider yeah at us and we were like at the corner where like on the end was a trash barrel and there was like some cleaning supplies yeah. right on the, on the uh, little yep. ledge there mm-hmm. so I just grabbed a thing of Windex turned around and sprayed the kid right in the face with the Windex <laughs> and oh boy did he stop <laughs> well no the best part yeah, is the teacher coming <laughs> okay so then we have a teacher come over and he goes what's going on here or whatever yeah. and he's like he sprayed me in the face with Windex yeah, and then we were like well he threw things at us and the teacher's like oh okay he walked away that was pretty great yeah, so all all this to be said that yeah, I definitely as a middle schooler I was a butt- oh, that was high school. Yeah, <laughs> definitely in my youth I was a butthead who did not clean up after himself and was like, well, they get paid. What are you talking about? You're cleaning yeah, yeah, up. Yeah, 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 we, we were cleaning up crime. <laughs> anyway, the yeah. vigilantes. Uh, so I like they were, this scene starts with two funny lines. So they talk about how why do they call them electives? They make us do it. Yeah. And then uh, the shop I class, feel them on that. shop class oh, was yeah. Riley's <laughs> biggest disappointment. <laughs> little life, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was. I thought that was a lot of fun. I think it's also I nice felt bad for then. I was like, oh, Riles. <laughs> it's nice that they're talking while they're in line. Yeah. Because you have that like sort of dynamic conversation mm. that we don't get a lot. It's always like we're stopping to have a conversation as opposed to we're talking while yeah. we're doing something. Yeah. No. So that That's is great. a nice yeah. pace thing. Um, and then I will. I wanted to point out that this is one of. 
Wait, is this... This might be the first time we've seen two employees at the school talk to each other. Because we had Corey talking to the lunch lady. Yeah, no, it definitely... I'm pretty sure it's I the can't first think time. of any other time it's Because, like, we've had the coach, but he didn't talk to anybody. We had the yeah. art teacher, but she didn't talk to anybody. Right. Yeah, yeah they only um, ever interact with students. It's nice to see adults yeah. talk to each other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, I will say I'm a little bit bummed that we didn't get more Kurt, uh, Corey Harley interaction, because we thought that yeah. he was getting him the job. Yeah, I think that's also one of my letdowns, is I thought it was going to be more, like... Even if it didn't end up being really dramatic, it would be, like, drama for Corey. Mm. Well, um, now, if that wasn't leaked that that was going to happen, him getting the job, would you have wanted that specifically? Or is that because Well, I mean, I wanted out? more of an explanation. Because when Harley appears, it's like, oh, I'm just Janitor Harley doing the thing I always do. Being a ninja. <laughs> See, but I, I could have done without that. I, I actually kind of liked The, the first ninja, time though. was okay, yeah. but he kept okay. doing the hand gestures. Right, right. The first time was better. I, I thought Harley was pretty good, and I think yeah. especially, yeah. I think, like, he worked as a good side character, whether, you know, how oh, much... No. Just nothing yeah. I'm saying is bad yeah. about Harley. I'm just saying, like, I wanted more explanation of yeah. why Harley was there because mm-hmm. I feel like that's something that would have been brought up to yeah. some extent because of his relationship yeah. with Corey. It's also worth noting that he's taking on some of the traits of his lackeys. Mm. Mm. Like, he, he, some of his lines were very, like, they were very Frankie esque. Yeah. They were like, you know, I deserve it. You know, I have to go, like, it's like, I have to go I think have a about lot things. Of yeah. <laughs> Should we explain who Harley is if people don't know? Yeah, we should probably. <laughs> I mean, especially with next week's episode, we can touch on it. But I really think I yeah, think I mean, that they've been uh, you know announcing all these like yeah yeah we well, guess that Corey's he... high school tormenting bully comes back to haunt him. Yeah. And next week's boy, a girl meets world. <laughs> yeah, no, thanks, right. weird baseball narrator. <laughs> um, and a drive to left field. Oh my god! <laughs> Keep that. Yeah. It was nice to get you know the teachers talking. I, I am missing getting Corey storylines, though. Oh, yeah. It's been a, quite a while. Um, when did Corey really have a Corey storyline? Well, the Norman Grumman's father... the core of the episode? <laughs> I mean, he I was definitely... He definitely had a big story in Girl Meets Father and in yeah. Girl Meets the Truth. Okay. That, that he clearly had a B-plot yeah. in Girl Meets the Truth. Um, yeah. The thing that's most lacking for me is all the little quirks that they could have as Easter eggs, mm-hmm. they don't. Like, you just said you need a little cork. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be nice if they had, like, a big, like, random cork table just in the in, in the place? Yeah. I want to see a little bit of an artifact from Boy Meets World mm-hmm. that shows Well, you his... talked about the owl thing last week. When I say artifact, I mean more an artifact of the character. Okay. I don't mean actual prop. I'm saying... Oh, okay. I mean, the, all the things that... Are specific to Corey. If he he should be more of a big deal. So if they're yeah. not going to give him screen time, they should at least do some thematic things mm-hmm. that make him. I mean, they're not been doing as bad as Topanga, but yeah. Corey has definitely lost a lot of his coriness. Yeah, I, I think I, I'm trying to figure out how you're thinking about how they balance things in Boy Meets World because it really felt like pretty often we got good side stories for the parents, but we were also getting things for Eric. So like something is just something about the pacing. I don't know how they pace it different. Yeah, but it has a lot to do with your less invested in the parents. Yeah. So that the, if you get anything, it seems like a big deal. Yeah. As opposed to you're always craving something. Yeah. Or but to that end, we still are getting less of them. Yeah. I do think yeah. subjectively. I think it's also the formula where they like. This time we started in the home, but then we cut right to the classroom, classroom of, here's the opening of what the lesson is. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm Corey telling you the lesson, but you still have to learn it. And then 
they did that pretty and, often in Boy Meets. And World. then, yeah, but then at the end, we have this long explanation yeah. of here's the lesson. Yeah. And I feel like that happens a lot where they can't just show you what the lesson is and have you go through those yeah. motions. But then the final step always has to be come this back is... to the classroom and say it again. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you have to reaffirm what you already learned just, just in case you missed yeah. it the first time yeah. around. No, yeah, I, I definitely get that. So we get to the whole playing with the food thing. I really so they, they have the crazy volcano, yeah. right? And then I really enjoyed Riley's lab. Oh, she's a villages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why do they build their villages so close? Why? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was that, that was, that was, it was nice. very Corey. Yeah. yeah I, it, it almost made me feel like he's done something like that with him <laughs> because of. Well, I do think the Matchpedal volcano is a reference to the oh, episode yeah, we're talking about. The Boy Meets World yeah. one, yeah. Yeah, no, it definitely just made me, like, her line with that. It was like, I was like, did Corey teach her to, the peas to run with Riley? <laughs> <laughs> run, peas, run. <laughs> Closes out with, you know, nobody's cleaning up after himself. Scanner Harley comes in. And he does get a few nice lines. I like him, you know, so he becomes the elective administrator person for Lucas and Farkle. And he has, like, the Mr. Bucket and Mr. Vomit and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, that was nice. Because yeah. it felt a little Harley-esque, but it was like, you could tell that this guy had, like, a change in his life. Yeah. But it's still, there's a little something coming through. Yeah. Weird yeah. older Harley. I still like that he was sort of, bar- like, ordering them around and yeah. tough, tough with them, but not a bully necessarily. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that worked. And then, obviously, the girls end up with Mrs. Thompson as the cafeteria elective. Which I want to mention that Mrs. Thompson, I I don't think it's a reference, really, Mm. but was the name of uh, the teacher that Mr. Turner went out with. It's a pretty common English-sounding name. (laughs) You're English-sounding. So then we get to scene four, and I wrote cutest thing ever. What does that mean? I don't know. Uh, what, what oh, okay. I know. <laughs> I'm keeping this. Right. No. All right. So they come in. Uh, the two girls come to the cafeteria with their outfits, and they're like, "Oh, we're just the cutest things ever," or whatever. Oh. And, okay. <laughs> and then Riley has this crazy slow motion movement. Oh yeah. <laughs> to, to the hairnet of, of the lunch. Yeah. yeah. I was just like. That was the most awkward girl meets, <laughs> girl meets moment yet. I thought it was pretty great, though. It was pretty great. It, just, like, it was one of those things, like, I'm watching and I'm like, What's I don't know how to feel. I don't know how to feel. I don't know how to feel. I can't look away, though. <laughs> and, and it's effective in that way. Yeah, also, it went so long. So, like, it was like, it was, it was like, midway point, I was like, okay, this is dumb. And then I just kept going. And then it became funny. And I, and I just became really invested in it. It came around full circle. Because the thing is, we didn't know what she was doing. And yeah. I'm like, she's going to touch her face. She's going to pull at her cheeks. Is she going to hug her? What, what's, she, what's she doing? But then she pulls back her head and she's like, these are actually being worn in the back these the time of year. And I'm just like, what's happening, Riley? I will say, in an episode about trying to just do what you gotta do and learn to appreciate, you know, those who do what has to be done. Mm-hmm. The girls were a little too glam, even when their hair got messed up, you know, they didn't have hairnets on, they had nice, you know, loose but curls. But they looked adorable. Yeah, but... <laughs> I think what? that's a problem, though. I was like... Because even, even when their hair was messed up later, yeah. you could tell it was, like, teased with hairspray. I, it didn't bother me like it bothered you guys. I, just, I do agree that they should be wearing hairnets, that's, like, important. And also, how much did it bother you that, like... It see, I know they had a couple extras in the background, but it pretty much seemed like Mrs. Thompson ran the entire thing by herself. Yeah, that was, I mean, I did, I liked the set back there, yeah. and I understand it was a little small, so I'm not like hugely, yeah. you know, irked by it, but that's yeah. obviously a factor. 
Um, so we get a few things here. We have Mrs. Thompson calls Riley the Scarecrow. She's Ooh, like, Ooh, I have a nickname. nickname. <laughs> Uh, and then the, peeling the potatoes and put them in the pot, peel the potato, put them in the pot. Do you right. think Maya was being a little too insolent in this cafeteria scene? No. No. no you like I liked that? her. Yeah, I, liked I, her. I think it's what we need from yeah. Maya. Yeah. yeah. Think about how insolent Sean was in a lot of times. Yeah. I, yeah. No, I'm just asking. Yeah. Well, also, because everyone keeps saying Maya's such a bad girl and everything. Yeah. Why? Yeah. I think this was some fairly good yeah. in- information based on the way she deals with adults. Like, Topanga, make me cake. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, no. lunch lady. <laughs> yeah, no. I thought, I thought that, you know, we've been having issues with with you know her not being rebellious enough and with Topanga not being Topanga y enough, and I don't think it was like a huge step forward this week, but I think both of those had step forwards. And so then we get um, the fact that so the lunch lady's but pretty much embarking things this entire time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then we get the you know reveal that she knows who they are. They don't know who she is. That she like has specific things for each of them. She knows all of her kids. She puts extra aside for Maya apparently. So that she can take it so home. So that was weird, because mm-hmm. how would Maya not know? Yeah. That, does, so that, does that mean that she's serving her a little extra, and she's taking yeah, something it was from kind lunch? Of, it, kind of did, it kind of felt like they were trying to have their cake and eat it, too. Yeah, that was a little because, bit too token for Because me. the thing is, I, I thought the idea of it worked, but, she would it, know. but, but Maya wouldn't treat her that way if that was that, that was right. the case, right? And that, you know that I mean? would have been an awesome episode if, if Riley was being the brat, yeah. and Maya was like... Dude, chill. This yeah. is like, she gives me extra food, she takes care yeah. of you. Or, yeah. If she was like on the inside somehow, yeah. that almost would have made more... I understand you like the bratty Maya. Yeah. But should Maya be bratty? I don't know if she should be bratty. I think... Re- rebellious and bratty are I think I think bratty works, but in the if you're going to add in the context of her doing nice things for her, then it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, if, yeah, if you're going to add in the context of, oh, I go out of my way to help you, you know, it doesn't really work as in the same way yeah. but yeah i mean we we still have to take in consideration their ages but yeah. with their characters i do get that that's a little off if she hasn't like is it that she doesn't notice she gets extra yeah because she, that seems weird but she says specifically so she can take yeah. it all which means well maybe either... maybe she knows she does maybe she noticed that she would before she would like not eat lunch so that you could bring some it's not like outside of the realm of possibility yeah, and i also i also really think that it makes sense that they'd be this bratty i i know i was a total butthead about janitors and stuff when i was this age i, I was like oh it's their job to pick it up why should i pick it up and that's awful well, we had <laughs> that in boy meets world with yeah. janitor dad episode yeah yeah i didn't get that experience because one of my friends had a crush on one of the janitors really <laughs> Yes. In middle school? Yes. Which is really weird. How old was this janitor? Like 40 something. Oh my. I don't know if it was real crush or not, but I What's a real crush? Real crush. I don't know if she was trying to make it like if she was joking or not. But oh like my. Is this the girl that ate dog food? No, that was fifth grade. Oh my. I'm gonna move on. <laughs> um so then Maya does is a little bit uh you know rebellious again and she's supposed to just you know plop in the pot or whatever. And instead, she adds all these spices, and she's doing her little spice song with her boopity boops. Um, <laughs> so I liked that. I thought and that Riley gra- tries to grab a sack of potatoes, and they all fall, <laughs> and she just looks at them. Yeah. So that was fun. Then we get into uh, the vomit Harley scene with all the ninjas and everything. <laughs> all the ninjas. The ninjas are vomiting everywhere. You just painting can't see a it. very nice picture. <laughs> I, I can see it all. So I will say one thing about these scenes is. 
Um, this was very nice that, like, I didn't feel like we had a B-plot this episode. We had a, this was like a smaller sliver of a C-plot, and it worked, and it tied into the A-plot. Um, and that really worked for the pacing to me, because it really just felt like we were getting a different side of the story instead of, like, complete distraction. Now, I, it's interesting, because normally I am all for pushing mm-hmm. for the extra plots to be a little bit shorter. Yeah. This is one I do want to see more of. Really? Because I, of Harley, I, or what? No, because of Lucas and, and Farkle. What did you want to see more? I needed to see them learning the lesson, too. I thought, uh, I thought they did. It worked I, for me. It, it yeah. Came, yeah. Especially because... I mean, it wasn't horrible. It was there was an issue with the fact that like they weren't clearly weren't showing the vomit, so they couldn't really show them doing like. Now we were saying show don't tell. You had to sort of tell. Yeah, but it also didn't didn't have to be about vomit. Yeah, but it worked. (laughs) I like as someone who usually hates vomit comedy, I thought that vomcom. Um, I definitely... What is I, that it worked from? More. I can't... We came up with that. Yeah, from what, though? Vomity? Well, I was talking about Vomity, and then you made it Vomcom. What was that from? It was that... Oh, I hate it. It's my biggest pet peeve in television, is when people try to make vomit funny. I thought there was something specific we were talking about that led to that, though. I don't know. It would have been, like, a year ago. Or yeah, I don't know. But, yeah. So, I mean, we get the idea of people don't pick up after themselves, and he, like, you know, he's the ninja, he gets rid of it without anybody seeing it, and definitely the first time it worked for me. Um, also, um, I just really like that Lucas wasn't perfect mm. in this Right, episode. he was making the mess. He was going to leave it yeah, in the cafeteria. Yeah. yeah, he was going to leave a giant... Pi- Where the hell did they get all those mashed potatoes? <laughs> they did not serve them that many mashed potatoes. Well, I think the whole thing is just supposed to assume that they went, like, went around. Like, yeah. did that? No, like, <laughs> I would, I would love to see that. Lucas just going up and grabbing people's mashed potatoes. Yeah, those are those little scenes that were missing. I mean, every scene that we have, yeah. if it's, it's either, like, super on track or really off track, we don't have those nice little man scenes something like when they were talking in the lunch line yeah scenes like that is what i would love because it's going to really center it and bring it like nice and homey Mm. because if we have those meandering scenes where they're going you're gonna eat that let's get some of that those are gonna be really nice (laughs) i'm picturing a mad genius lucas with like mashed potatoes and bullet those are the scenes scenes that ultimately build characters yeah no i agree it would make me love lucas <laughs> scenes that are about characters almost progressing the storyline but not as a central story progressing yeah scene, that is what you learn to love characters in. so let me get back home and i i like this just because we very we don't get that many topanga riley scenes and just the fact we don't get riley in the living room doing nothing very often either yeah um, the last really good uh Topanga and Riley was when they were walking past yeah. each other and popular. Yeah, almost popular, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, and just the three of we haven't had very much at all the three of them. In terms oh of no, that is yeah. probably the first time that they've like yeah. there's really? been a core interaction of those three yeah. characters. So that oh, why did really, I have two daughters? Yeah. <laughs> that worked really well for me. Topanga's bringing the groceries back and she wants help and they're like, we worked all day for 45 minutes in a row. <laughs> Yeah, so that was pretty great. And she's like, I have lots to do. And then uh, Maya wants a back rub. She's like, okay, hurry up. (laughs) That was pretty great. And the back rub thing with the spider. (laughs) Also, they're just like sprawled out like on top of each other. Like they're they're so like how comfortable they are. And it was just, the spider thing was adorable. It was just really, it was just funny and random. Yeah. I I don't like when you give me massages. It just feels like spiders. That's my specialty. (laughs) It's Does nice, she have, like, uh, really long fingers or something? Yeah, I think it was, like, it's the same thing as, like, calling her Scarecrow. Yeah. I think yeah. Saying she has, like, little... She is really lanky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought that was... This scene, actually, I quite like. I thought it worked. 
Um, I, no, I totally agree. Yeah. It's one of those things where like they're just the right amount of brass. Yeah. Oh, and then the, the end of the scene I really love too because they're like, again, they bring up, oh, maybe they're going to learn the lesson. No, I figured it out. Yeah. We're the forgotten yeah. one. <laughs> Which was definitely a Korean shot. Yeah. I was just like, Riley, no. <laughs> I, I this scene actually I love this scene. Yeah, yeah. this is actually I think it's yeah. my favorite scene. Yeah. We got a bunch of scenes where like not that much happens besides besides them just explaining stuff. So I don't know how much you guys want to say about it, but like the next scene is they're like preparing for lunch and she's like, Oh, you have to scoop and plop, scoop and plop and then they're they're like he's like, Say it. Um Say it Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was funny. I do like that back and forth because yeah. it's I don't want to seem hypocritical because the call and response that I don't like with the mm, Augie and Topanga. Yeah. This is one of the few ways that this could work, is when mm. you have characters like Maya and Riley yeah. doing these weird call and responses because they're, they're, like, they're trying to be awkward, yeah. and it's working. And especially Maya being yeah. that awkward was pretty great. With yeah. The same, yeah. How that really worked. Yeah. And then the hallelujah, and, like, and Riley like screams this yeah. time. She's like, hallelujah! And the voice is like cracking and stuff. And then Maya, Maya says, say it again, and the cafeteria lady didn't even say that this time. She just thinks that's her role now, yeah. is to scream say it every time Riley yeah, screams. Yeah, it's because she doesn't know whether to be snarky or afraid. Yeah. Well, see, now, things like this, this is why it did sell it to me that they did learn their lesson. Because, yes, we didn't see them washing the dishes. I mean, we saw Riley wash one dish. Which I thought was actually pretty funny, too. Well, we saw a um, scooper dish. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, when she gets the one dish comes, and they're like, oh, this is, a neat, this is easy, I can do this, I will rinse it, and then she puts on the thing. Yeah, well, yeah. Okay. So we did see that, and the thing is, but it's, it's really just the way they were acting sold it to me, that they were so upset, that they were so, oh my god, I'm frightened, I'm terrified. It, it, did, it did work for me. Again, uh, do you think that was just because of Monstover? <laughs> my, my disappointment in that is not because of the good things that they did. It's because of how high they aimed yeah. and the few simple things that they could have done to really own it. Yeah. And that's just, it's the fact that they didn't do those just quick little decisions that have yeah. really made it just all yeah. come together. Yeah. I, I think that I think cutting down the classroom scene and adding a montage of them working would have made a huge difference. Huge difference, scene. yeah. Yeah. Have we ever gotten a montage in this scene? Yes. Uh, no. Oh, yes. The, the rain. Umbrellas. The rain. The umbrella thing. Yeah. 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 yeah that was. Sort I of was very yeah, confused was, just then. That was montage esque. Yeah. Was. But I mean, it was in the right direction. Um, the right direction of a montage. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, you don't necessarily need a montage. You need a montage. Eisenstein. I would say yes. In this episode, you need one. Always need an montage. Montage it up. Next week, next week we need a bullying montage. A bullying. Can can the opening scene of every episode be a montage that sums it up instead of having a classroom (laughs) scene? (laughs) To that end, I know we haven't opened the classroom scene, but us having a classroom scene early in the episode is that getting a little too formulaic? I don't think it's any worse than Boy Meets World. I mean, I get. Because the last few, I mean, la- the, the rain one definitely didn't start in the classroom, right? Well, this yeah. one didn't start, but it yeah. got there pretty quick. Um, and then last week didn't start. Yeah, the last last three weeks we haven't had our first scene be in the... I think what I need is an episode on the weekend. Would you know what it is for me? <laughs> for me? Have, did we have a lot of those in Boy Meets World? I'm trying to remember. No. Like where it wasn't during the school week? I think we, we definitely had like Friday night stuff. Yeah. Um, but I think for me, the biggest thing is when we have these scenes, the first classroom scene of the episode, mm-hmm. it's always like within the first you know a couple of seconds, it's always yeah. about this is the topic. Mm-hmm. Whereas opposed to in Boy Meets World, we had some classroom scenes where literally 
the kids weren't even listening. Yeah. We don't even know what the topic well, was yeah. until later. Well, it was like the, when they did it really well in Girl Meets Father, where they were talking about evolution, but they weren't like, and so evolution's tra- transformed. They didn't say that in the opening scene. Yeah. You know, that was revealed. So it's just like, like, like they talk about the Scarlet Letter in Boy Meets World episode at the beginning, but we don't know where that's going until the end of the episode. Yeah, it shouldn't so, be as blunt. Yeah. It's been a little blunt lately, yeah. I think. And I, I think they have done it well once in a while, but yeah, the last few, I yeah. agree, are a little bit much. Okay, so we sort of get to, you know, we have, like, the cleaning, we have, so they, after they clean the dishes, they're like, oh, we were disgusting now, and they try to go on the conveyor belt thing to get washed. Now, this, so I will say this scene is one of the ones that I saw, you know, obviously it's in the intro, and they released it, you know, early on. Yeah. And I really wanted to, this, this is the scene that made me say, oh, I want to watch this episode, what's yeah. going to happen? I am a little disappointed, because I wanted it to be kind of like an I Love Lucy thing, well, they were, like, trying to keep... Like, I wanted to see that scene where they were, like, trying to keep up with the things coming in. Yeah, within the and chaos, they, up, they got in, on the conveyor belt. Right. Mm. And it Pardon? was just, like... It was weird. Like, they just got on and went in. Just, I don't know. I thought it was cute. I think... Do you think it would have worked better for you if that scene had actually come after a scene of them working really hard? Yeah, I wanted yeah. it to be... I didn't, I didn't want them to stop and then pick up again. Like, oh, let's yeah. just sit on here and clean up. I wanted it to be... They were doing something, doing something, doing something, and then they were like, and, oh. then and they flopped down they, or they, they sat down, all of a sudden the machine started yeah. up and they went in. I, I wanted yeah. to feel like the kind of I, I Love Lucy thing that it looked like it was going to be. I still thought it was pretty, I still thought it was pretty cute. I, How did I you feel it. about them not wanting anyone to see them looking mm. dirty from working, though? I didn't need that. Well, okay, I don't want to go too far down this rabbit hole, but between the shop class joke, her not being very smart, and that thing about them not wanting to be seen looking like that. that becoming the popular girls. That that it, are, it just seemed very stereotypical, this is what girls are like in middle school and high yeah. school. And the thing is, I liked the shop girl thing, the shop class thing. I thought that was Because cute. it was quick. Yeah. It's but just, now it, it, so it, they're warning signs is more what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah I, I don't think they're down there yet. I don't think they've gone off the deep end because they're definitely still more complicated than that. And there's nothing wrong with them liking going shopping, but... Let's not them get them boiled down to that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, especially if you're going to start taking away things like her intelligence. That's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you make her not a smart character anymore... And a, but also a character who doesn't want to get dirty, just wants to go shopping. I now you, yeah, I don't want that character. Yeah. Especially with those two. Yeah, See, but I, I actually that. think that would be a good episode. Is if they started like going down that deep end. Who though? Which one of them? Both of them? I think it. I don't think both of them. I don't think it would make sense if Maya, if it was Maya. I don't think Maya would do that. Also, know, Maya doesn't have the money to do that. I don't think yeah. any of them could do that. Their characters would have to change for them. I think, no, but I feel like they could have, like, couldn't you see, like, I'm trying to think of a character that it could work with, like, Morgan coming in, and maybe she's a little bit more like that, and Riley sort of looks up to her or something like that. That would be interesting. Yeah. I would like that. <laughs> I can sort of see, for an episode, them going way down the deep end, and then pulling them back. Because Morgan, do Morgan kind of was like that, because they never delved too deep into Morgan's character. Yeah. And when she was older, all we kind of saw her in was like, it's a tankini, they're yeah. hot pants, <laughs> I sing at talent shows. Yeah, being the youngest, she definitely could have started to get away with more and more, and then she could have definitely become like that. Yeah, yeah I feel like that that would well, be really interesting youngest, if we saw But her. she was the youngest for, yeah. for enough time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I think that that could be a cool thing. And I also, if we, that's another way that I think Girl Meets Popular could have gone. Is like, oh, she like falls in with this other group and, become, and transforms into something that she isn't. And then that would have know. made a lot more yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we'll also, we'll, we, so we have the episode with the cheerleading coming up, so we don't know how that will go. 
Um, but Girl meets even more popular. Even more popular. <laughs> I read a thing that says that they're better pirates than they are cheerleaders. So I don't know what this episode is going to be. I think they're going to steal a mascot. <laughs> I hope they steal a mascot. But Someone high five. <laughs> I like that idea yeah, a lot. I like that idea too. They don't get into enough mischief. Yeah, no, I agree. They don't get into enough, like, not wholehearted mischief. Yeah. They need something that is just really selfish, and they're just they're just goofing off. They're just doing something stupid, like, like the spices yeah. in this episode. Right, but yeah. that's that, that's like that's like Dan's been there, saying. But, that's yeah. in the right direction. But if I they think like that's stole something... a mascot, yeah, we, yeah, I would like to see that. That would be really good. Yeah, no, I think that the spice thing was a step in the right direction, but then it kind of like when the mischief doesn't have any ramifications, that's... it seems less mischiefy. Yeah, you yeah. you want them to because get that that like, yeah. They, I was waiting for them. It to should have gone really like so they 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 reference later. Yeah, how are they like, not in detention? Even if they, they gave the, the school food poisoning. Well, well, yeah, well, yeah. So, but they don't even really go that far as to say that they gave the school food. Like they You're probably ref- supposed to assume. That. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're like you shouldn't do this, but they don't like show that, that why that's a problem. That, you hear why it's a problem. Oh, wait, 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 hold on. Is that why the that's vomit the whole point. thing That's the whole yeah. storm is coming. Oh, yeah, I that's... didn't get that. You oh, get that, that? that's why at the end when they say, this is why she makes her food bland. And my that's yes. why Maya was putting in the spices because the food is bland. But yeah. this is why I make the food bland. No, because... no, see, I got all that, that, that they shouldn't, that she makes the food bland so you don't get sick. No, I just didn't, so I just didn't realize yeah, oh, people yeah. were getting sick. I didn't realize that was why the vomit thing happened. No, that's why he goes, there's a storm coming, save yourselves. Okay. I thought he was, I thought it was just somebody like, they literally like gave the school food poisoning. They should be in detention. Yeah. Like, they should have learned the lesson and then also been in detention. Well, yeah, this also, you don't even need to show detention. You say, "Good yeah. job, guys. You have detention." Like, I'll see you on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So then we get to the bay window for like the shortest bay window scene ever. Hey, where where uh, is this? The two of them close up, and they're all the frizzy hair. And they're like, we don't know what we're doing. She knows also, what she's doing. The whole thing is they were supposed to get clean and then go home. Why are they home in the same outfit? They didn't get clean though. Yeah, they didn't but actually they didn't end up want, going through the conveyor belt. No, but if they didn't want the whole thing is they were going to go take a shower mm. in the school. If they didn't want anybody to see them, I'll tell you what happened is they went out the window and left school because there's no consequences to leaving school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then they just went home. Yeah, I feel like. Well, she said. What happens after lunch? Like after we serve everyone? Well, we go home. Oh, we go home. So I feel like this job. School every day is a half day. Um, So then we get to that classroom scene, right? And this this for me before. So I watched this before before I watched it with you guys. And for me, this was like the weakest part of the episode. That just that because I feel like we had gotten the point. The bay window. Right. No, no. Once they get back to the classroom, classroom, yeah. I think we had gotten the point. It didn't, especially, you could have had a scene like this, but it didn't need to be presenting to the class. Because that's the other issue with the show, is that they present to the class way too often. They didn't do that in Boys World that and, much. Yeah, and always wow. in these yeah. groups that yeah. it's only them for, and yeah. it's always like two and two. And so the reason that I think that's really big problem is that it just becomes them presenting to the audience. Right. Yeah. So it, it, they're saying, oh, we're presenting to the, to the class, but it's really just, we're going to tell you what happened here. Instead, they could have just had a scene the next day where they apologize for screwing everything up. And say we realize we why we should have a detention, and then say thank you for everything you do, and that be it. And like, if, even if they go down this road, yeah, you got some good extras. Years them. Well, have, have the tail end of a presentation. Yeah, I did at least like they gave Sarah a line. They did. She's, but have, she's three talk of Sarah. Like, have yeah. like Sarah and Darby yeah. be like another group. Let's at least see them scribbling on a piece of paper yeah. or like having like a. 
a visual that they're either taking down or putting up in the background. Yeah. Give me something. Actually, you know what would have been good is at the beginning when they're all like worried about electives to get, Darby could have gotten like a super cool elective that they're yeah. jealous of. like, yes! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they would be like, Darby! <laughs> oh my god, they should hate Darby. That would be pretty funny. Oh my god! Darby is the popular girl. Which would be crazy because she's like so super weird but I love it <laughs> but she'd be the super weird popular girl because well, here's the thing is like at this point I don't know how to not believe that Riley and Maya are not the popular girls in the class especially with the reoccurring thing of them flipping their hair and going stop when, like this happened in Smackle this happened twice this episode that I just makes even... me think they're girly not they're popular I, I see how you're gonna go that way but I just the fact that they're up front they're Obviously, they have to be the center of the show. Yeah. But we don't see anybody else filling the popular role, yeah. even in the background, which makes it that they have to fill it up. We're gonna, well, we are going to get that, but I agree it's been a little too long before we got that. Because we're getting the Missy return episode, but she's going to have a gang of popular Missy, Ma- Missy Marissa? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, because like in Boy Meets World in early seasons, we always see like something in the hallway where we're like, oh, that's the popular girl. She's yeah. good at invitations. Or like... Oh, that's, you know, so this, this is, that's the cool guy. That was really more... Yeah. Okay, so season one, Corey was cool. Season one, I just finished it, Corey was pretty much one of the popular people. Yeah, Season two, school. yeah. So season yeah. two, they come to high school, and that's when they become insignificant specs. And so I oh. wouldn't mind if they went in that direction with this, too. Oh, okay. Where they're, like, they're the young ones, they're the freshmen, that's when they start being sort of bullied... You know, you know, I can see that, but I just it's just a little tiny push. I just yeah. a little push that doesn't say like these are the two girls that run the whole entire school. Yeah, no, because that's what I kind of get. Yeah, no, I get it. It's like Riley's the lead in the play. Yeah, and, you know, exactly. like that. No, I, I get what you're saying, and maybe they'll go in that direction a little bit next week because we'll see what happens to the bullies. But even if they do, it's one of those things that's going to happen too quick. I yeah. need some setup. Yeah. somewhere else so it doesn't feel like they're just reinventing yeah. each episode. Well, because I'm also worried, so say we get these mean girls that are, you know, Missy Mean Girl group in that one episode, if that's the only time we see that group, then that doesn't solve the problem, you know? Yeah. So then so then we also get the boys over-explaining everything, too. We got a, we got a couple of funny lines from them, too. I, I didn't mind. I well, liked Lucas being, going through, like, PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, we've seen things, we, you know, just the, the whole... You don't know, man. Like, <laughs> Lucas snapped this episode. Now, hopefully yeah. they'll carry that through. To yeah. that I like Crazy Lucas. <laughs> I think that's, that's when... What I'll... do you prefer, Crazy Lucas or Dorky Lucas? Crazy Dorky Lucas. <laughs> um, the penultimate scene of the episode is back at the home, um, and Riley comes in and she goes, I peeled potatoes for one day and I almost died. And she takes the things from Topanga and says, you know, oh, you're always up when I'm not up. You're always awake. You're always working. I, you know, I appreciate you. And she does You never this. sleep. This <laughs> is the scene that we could have replaced the classroom scene with. And yeah. been perfectly fine. Yeah. I still think you needed some sort of resolution scene with the cafeteria lady, but it could have been... Could have been in the hallway, yeah. could have been after school, could have been during the next yeah. lunch period. Yeah, I think it could have been... Which they have. Yeah, I think it could have been they come back there... You know, after their thing is done and go, look, we realize what we did. and Or, like, help know. take off the trash yeah, or something. Something like that, yeah. Uh, so we get a si- sort of similar thing there where someone throws something out and Lucas, like, yells at them. Yeah, We but... almost thought they were going to get in a fight. Yeah. yeah. 
There were two things I think they could have done either of these that would have made me like that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Whereas either if they could have gone the like janitor dad episode route and like Lucas pick it up yeah. and clean it, or get in a fight with the kid. <laughs> well, see, this is what I was expecting to happen. I expected him to say that the kid to be like, "No, I'm not going to pick it up," and then Harley to come up like and. You- like leer at him and the kid gets scared and throws it away. I would have liked that too. I, I think in general they should have had like he didn't need to be a mean person but he should have intimidated the kids and should have been a force. He yeah. should have been a powerful force. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead he was just like oh shucks I have to clean this up. I have a lot of disturbance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like he didn't need to be mean about it but he could have been scary. Now will he come back? Enough to make sense. He's in the well, next episode. he's in the next episode. I obviously don't think they built it up enough to be this bad, but the whole Cloris Leachman thing, where mm-hmm. like they built up this whole thing, oh, it needs to be because it's about the culture, it's about yeah. this wonderful character. Who this we is all the Ukrainian to... bakery person. And then they just dropped it off the cliff. Yeah. If, off the cliff. They haven't got that bad yet, but they certainly have the potential to, for instance, if he doesn't come back next season. Um, without, without explanation. I don't think it's as big a deal. I, I don't think we're going to see the cafeteria lady again. These are things that like I would... Hope that we'd see them here and there. They don't need to have, like, storylines. But they can be in the background. They can say one-off lines here and there. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Janet or Bud in the Wake Up Little Cory episode have, like, two or three lines. Well, that's what you yeah. need. Yeah, you need exactly. to space things like that yeah. over the season. Or people talking about them with them and not the even on is, the screen. Right. I know, there's no reason why they wouldn't bring him back, right? He he hasn't been doing much acting. I'm sure it's fun for him. I'm sure they're happy yeah, to see him again. he's filling up the role. Fine. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sure, I, I'd be surprised if we didn't see him again. I hope we do. Because yeah. with Janet or Bud... It felt like he was in so many episodes, but he was actually only in, like, what, four? Four, maybe yeah, but then, five. Yeah, they always referenced Yeah, they always talked about Janitor Bud, so it, it made him feel like he was there. Yeah. And there was a reason why he stopped being there, because he got fired. Right. And so, they explained that. Yeah. And it wasn't even a... It, wasn't, it didn't even feel like, oh, this actor has to leave, we have yeah. to find out a way. It was just like, that was just the story. Yeah. Um, so then this episode ends with Corey. He wants attention. He wants respect. So he's, you know, talking very loudly about how you should respect your teacher. Teachers are the foundation of America. <laughs> yeah. Because, oh, actually, I skipped over. I really liked when Riley thanked her mom. And she goes, oh, and you too, Dad. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> that was pretty funny. So then everybody disappears. And we get the baboon line. Yeah, it was all right. I yeah. mean, I enjoyed it. It was a little cheesy. I needed him to call him Baboon in this episode. See, but I would have preferred him to call Farkle Baboon. Or Or Riley. Yeah, well, yeah, but just because of the way the story went with him manning them, you know, being in charge of Lucas and everything. Yeah. And we still have that, if he comes back... We still have the possibility. We we still have that possibility. But I feel like if we say Baboon more times now, then it just is like... Not special. Not special. Not if it's a really off... Off the cuff one liner. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about let's talk about fishing for Verna season four episode four Boy Meets World. So they definitely were referencing it. Yeah. Yeah. So this episode is all about a lunch lady too, and about appreciation of the people around you. And I guess the heart of both episodes is it all comes back to, you know, Topanga and then Amy and the Boy Meets World. Where they are preparing the meals, are doing everything, and all the characters are just kind of like blowing them off through, uh, blowing them off through the whole episode, and they end. You know, somebody says, hey, I, I realize what's happening. I'm going to stop everything and sit down and, like, talk to you and appreciate what you're doing. So, everybody out there, 
Tell go your, hug your go mom. Go hug your mom. Eat breakfast with your mom. <laughs> yes. It's important to eat a balanced breakfast. <laughs> Bring in the groceries. Grab her jacket when she comes in the door. Use your spider hands. <laughs> and give her a nice spidery massage. God, that sounds frightening. Oh, I'm upset now. All right. So, but we didn't say the big thing with the lunch lady. So, in this episode, we have a very nice sweet older lunch lady right right yeah. um and you know she's just very kind to the kids and does nice things for serves them. Corey his mashed potatoes makes it a volcano yeah pours in the gravy you know run peas run yeah. makes this whole theatrical thing where he enjoys it every day so which really like, connects it to lucas and fargo's yeah. giant mashed potato mountain right. so then things go in a pretty dramatic direction where we find out that the lunch lady died and so basically, you know, Professor Feeney, Mr. Feeney <laughs> comes. Mr. Feeney tries to have, like, a moment of silence, which Corey, yeah. like, is, like, really into. But then it kind of, like, only lasts for, like, a brief moment. Like, you can really feel that yeah. when the students start talking, it's all, like, it's, like, too quick. Yeah. You see Corey, like, trying to linger. He's like, hey, wait a minute, guys. Like, why aren't we, like, staying mm. silent? Yeah. I, and then, so this is a very, you know, intense episode. You know, brings out some really dramatic ideas and we're not even getting into the whole Sean plot because that doesn't connect as much but I personally had a bit of an issue comparing these two episodes I know that there's a lot of connections on like a basic level you gotta know that they were trying yeah yeah but the thing is is the reason we should bring up this episode is because that's what the writers were kind of trying to go for yeah no no so I'm just saying the reason comparing quality wise is all I'm saying yeah no I definitely think it's difficult because because the Boy Meets World episode was going for such a darker, mature, you know, season four kind of thing. And so I think it's a little bit unfair to sort of compare them, but... And I, and I agree, because obviously if they did the whole Lunch Lady Dies thing again, that would have been like, oh, you're hitting it too hard. Yeah. Also, they're 12, 13, that's a little... Not, not too young. Yeah. But, like, is the message going to get across in the same right. way? Right, is it going to be believably sink in? Yeah. 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 Whereas, like, with that, either they won't get it the right way, or they could potentially be, like, it could be really, really dramatic. Yeah. Whereas, like, when you're older, you can kind of let it sink in while still being upset. On the other hand, now that I think about it more, it would have been a really great opportunity to give Riley some real drama. Because we've been talking a lot about how, like, it's all about Maya's drama. Mm-hmm. And this would have been, I feel like this kind of thing would hit Riley particularly hard because she would be the one to make these like connections to these yeah. like people yeah and then be really like oh whoa yeah i'm yeah. sinking down now yeah this is my my bubbliness is disappearing very quickly yeah because mm-hmm. i feel it we got a comment that like oh well it's the nature of these characters that Maya's gonna have more drama than riley but Corey had plenty of drama yeah like this episode i mean this is season four again yeah. but you can show something that would potentially be like mundane or everyday life and mm-hmm. still make it dramatic. Yeah, and Characters they just can also make their own drama. Yeah. That's their that's yeah. just all centered around them. And they also set this the idea of this up very well with the Girl Meets Maya's mother episode where they talk about how like she expects good things to happen. She doesn't ex- you know, Maya, you know, Maya if somebody died, Maya would be upset, but she like wouldn't be surprised. She wouldn't show she it would, as yeah, like, like she'd feel like she had to be strong. Maya. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think that that would have been a cool thing to go with, and I'm you know I'm sure they'll get there eventually, but I would like to see it soon. The way that it was trying to be very lofty in Boy Meets World, and they they kind of were in that direction in Girl Meets World, and they mm. they obviously weren't trying to be as dramatic. Yeah, and I do think 
they maybe were a little bit underwhelming with the storyline in Girl Meets World, you could argue. And you could definitely argue that the Boy Meets World is overwhelming. They're trying to be too hard-hitting. They're trying to be too mm-hmm. potent. But I do think that in this case, that they really did pull it off, and it didn't really break your own suspension of disbelief in that way, as it could have you know, very easily. One of the other references I also want to bring up with the lunch ladies is in Girl Meets World... Riley says during her presentation to the class while the lunch lady stands next to her is she has a thousand kids Mm -hmm. and then the lunch lady in Boy Meets World uh, Mr. Feeney 900 the the new one has a hundred more kids (laughs) (laughs) dang but uh, yeah but Mr. Feeney says you know like oh she thought so much of her job and everything and like Mm -hmm. when people asked her how many kids she had she says I have 900 because she didn't have any kids of her own but she took her job really seriously yeah it's interesting because when I look back on this episode, and I remembered this episode, I thought that this lunch lady thing was a big piece of it. And it really is the B-plot in a lot of ways. Right. And it's it's really not in that much of the episode. Um, but it's, it's in just enough. It's yeah. yeah. And it's interesting. And I, I, I wanted maybe a little bit more, but it definitely didn't go too far with it, which is interesting. It was very um, efficient. Yeah. I, I, the only complaint that I really have about the Boy Meets World episode is I think it would have helped a lot if we had been a character we'd seen episodes before. You know, even I, if, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. That, but, yeah. That's definitely a valid critique, but this yeah. is one of like the episodes that stands out to me yeah. when for, I look back on Boy Meets World. For yeah. all the grievances that you could have with mm. it being too quick and just coming out of nowhere, yeah. there's just something about the way they did it, though, yeah. that just it all comes together. Yeah. I, I guess my only real issue is that and I, 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 I don't know, because it is, in a way, less is more, but in other ways, it's like, I was way more invested in that than I was in the Sean thing, and I kind of wished that that had been the focus, especially because we have so many episodes that are about Sean's drama. I think the big part of that is because the Sean thing was an arc, Yeah. Mm-hmm. so that you... You needed some more closure. Time with yeah. it. You needed to do something. No, and it was. It's just. It's. I guess it's what it is is that it's odd to me that they picked such two really big. Because this is a huge thing for Sean. Well, this did, is a. They, this is a huge turning point. They paralleled and, very interestingly. Though. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, you have that like one of the most successful like in like one episode recurring jokes, the high yeah. white thing. Oh yeah, definitely. You have that, and it crosses over everything, and it just. You know, it's the yeah. same thing where, like, this appreciation thing is, yeah. is just as tastefully done. Also, with Corey trying to explain things to Verna, Sean's mom, he says, you know, you don't really know what you have until it's gone, yeah. like, until your mashed potato volcano isn't there one yeah. day. Then she just, look, like, looks at him. Like, and then, Well, <laughs> yeah, but then she's also like, do you really think they want me back? Like, she understands that yeah. he's like, you know, they didn't appreciate you when you were around, but, like, yeah. they know they have to now yeah. if you come back. And this also is a great example of an episode that tells a pretty substantial theme without having any classroom scenes explaining it. Like, mm-hmm. sure, we have Mr. Feeney sort of rounded out for us, and it isn't exactly, I wouldn't say it's subtle, but it's a lot more subtle. Right. And it isn't like at the beginning of the episode we know where the whole episode is going because he finds that out near the end. Right. I um, think what was the biggest lesson was just Corey's experience. It wasn't yeah. like Corey was teaching himself a lesson. It was that this happened to Corey and now he knows. He's yeah. dealing with the grief and he's dealing yeah. with the realization that, hey... Yeah. It's time to be a little more mature yeah. and start thinking about things from a little bit more of a, you know, thinking of others kind of way. Yeah. yeah. In this episode, Mr. Ruffini was more of a plot device rather than him being the actual end-all be-all, like, I'm going to give you the lesson mm-hmm. now figure. All right, we have anything else we want to say about that episode or could we get in the mail time? 
pretty swell episode overall. I didn't feel swell after. No. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's an intense app, so if you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. At Aubrey, she said, honest fave episode. So many good things, and for once, it didn't feel rushed. Uh, I love Topanga and the opening scene, but... But I don't like how Riley and her friends have to summarize the episode and teach the whole class a complicated moral at the end. Yeah, definitely the pacing was better than it has been previously. It was just very centered around this idea and every all the all the side plots connected i think is the biggest thing here's a tweet from at queen of rider who writes in it was really my favorite episode exclamation point i laughed more in this one than any others to be honest period i loved how topanga actually had a bigger more important role in this one with riley and maya also i loved seeing harley and him calling cory baboon was amazing no, yeah, I think we Baseballs. agreed with a good number of that. And it's, I'm, I mean, I'm really happy that a lot of people really enjoyed this episode. I definitely enjoyed it a lot. And you guys were sort of harsh at the beginning, but you seem to have been pretty positive throughout. So. Yeah, I mean, again, it's, it's, for me, it was how high they aimed. Mm. And I definitely liked seeing Topanga interact with more people than just Augie. Like, mm. she, she interacted with Corey, Riley, Maya... It was brand new. Oh, she did interact with Corey. I was like, when did that happen? Oh, at the beginning. Parent Theater. (laughs) Yeah. Our next tweet is from at OwlHero1. Oh my god, I love your name. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I have to say. (laughs) Um, And they said, love the Harley and Mrs. Thompson characters. Would like to see Thompson again. And I agree. I think for one thing, that would make sense with the episode. And I thought it was... Wonderful that we finally had significant side characters and interaction with them. I definitely need to see the cafeteria more. I will say, so there's absolutely no way we're not going to see more cafeteria scenes, and if we see them and we don't see Mrs. Thompson, that's going to upset me. Yeah, Yeah, same. It would be like the bakery all over again. (laughs) Yeah. So our next tweet is from at That's So Rowan. (laughs) Oh my god, these are amazing! You guys are on point with your names! (laughs) Uh, they say the entire episode seemed to gel together. Uh, there weren't random scenes stuck in there. Riley was actually at home for once. Yay! <laughs> no, but I think it was great also just like, I don't, when Riley is in the living room, she's kind of like passing through. Yeah. Whereas like, she was just like, I'm plopped here. I've been plopped here, mom. Yeah, I'm not have, getting up, mom. When we have Riley and Maya on the couch, it's more mm-hmm. of a hangout vibe. Yeah. yeah. It's better than if we're in there in the room on the window, it's like, yeah. okay, we have a window scene, but on the couch, you're like, oh, they're just, they got home, they're just chilling. Yeah. Well, we don't see a whole lot of them just like having fun. They, yeah. I mean, I guess we had, like, the sleep... But even the sleepover was, like, about them being scared. It wasn't, I'm, like, you want them watching playing, a movie. You like, DDR or, or something? Yeah, like... Yeah. <laughs> I love DDR. Yeah, no, we don't, we don't see a lot of them just, you know, what they do after school. <laughs> so this next one goes and it sort of disagrees with some things you guys have been saying. Um, so it's from at OwlHero1 again. Um, they say, the opening scene uh, seems to hold hope for Topanga. Wonderful seeing her balance parenthood and her job and not being perfect. Is she, though? Well, well is, it's not showing it enough. I mean, the, the idea is, it's again, it's... They're it's, telling, yeah. they're not showing Yes, it. they're telling, oh, look how great she is balancing all these things, and then it's not really showing her struggle or her at work. Also, um, with, the, with the perfect thing, she 
is being perfect, even if she doesn't like what she's doing all yeah. the time. She hasn't dropped anything. She hasn't, like... She hasn't failed. Yeah. yeah, she's still... Even though she almost forgot Augie, she still remembered, went, got Augie, presumably got Augie, and brought it's him to school. It's interesting that we didn't yeah. see him at all, even quickly. Yeah, even yeah. though they mentioned him, which is another thing. It was, like... Not if, been on set that day. Well, the thing is, I think that, um... Possibly Augie isn't around because he wasn't in 1961 either. It might be just a thing with child actors because of they can't be on set as much. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. so that's totally possible. So this last tweet is from we were having a conversation and I was talking about how I wish the episode could have been a little bit more subtle. And uh, at underscore Swiffy said exactly. I would rather see what other people got out from the episode rather than being told what the lesson was. So sort of give, giving an idea that's a little bit more, you know, not telling you what to think, but sort of here presenting these topics and how are you able to... You yeah, know. that's a very valid point. Yeah. It's like, you want to function more like the characters yeah. and kind of figure it out. You want to just be given this like sort of like textbook, this is what you should think no matter what. Yeah. That's a little too, you know, dogmatic maybe even. Depending well, the thing on is, the, on I the actually, the one episode that I feel like really did do it the way, the way they're talking about is Gromit's The Truth, where they sort of tackle it from three different directions and didn't give you this is the answer. They said, you hear a couple different... Well, you, would argue, you, you guys always argue that I have the wrong take on it. <laughs> yes, because our take it. is right. But there is, no. But I think, it is, I think it is supposed to be open to interpretation because you know they all go, is this what it's supposed to mean? Is this what it's supposed to mean? And they don't land on one, really. So Yeah, and I think it's a little yeah. more successful because of that. Yeah. yeah. Especially because I'm right and you guys are wrong. <laughs> I'm going to give you food poisoning chicken later, okay? <laughs> well, if you cooked it, it must be. Oh my god! <laughs> Alright, so we've got a few other treats, but just in the interest of time, so we're going to move on to the end of the episode. But thank you so much to everybody who tweeted in this week. And um, tweeted next week. Yeah. Alright, so one last thing, well, two last things. One, we are creating a new album art. So we have a new album art. We did this cool photo shoot where we were recreating the sort of... Promotional materials yeah. for Girl Meets World. When everybody's up against the white wall, the Matthews family. And it came out pretty good. So we're going <laughs> to add some of our, you know, words and stuff. Yeah, we, we, wanted, <laughs> we wanted something that, like, more obviously, as soon as you saw it, evoked the show. And yeah, so... we, we thought that some of the other podcasts with their... The name of the show was in it, maybe yeah. <laughs> got a little more views because of that. Yeah, no, we definitely, in a way, shot ourselves in the foot with the kids getting ranked with the internet idea. But I think it's artistic integrity. Yeah, <laughs> to be creative, to take something and tweak it and make it your own. I think it was clever, and I I stand by it. Yeah. I love our name. Yeah, no, I love our name too, especially because we can call ourselves Kagawi. Alright, so before we end out, just we wanted to say happy birthday to Rowan Blanchard. Happy birthday, Rowboat! <laughs> and we yeah. know we're a few days early, but... You keep uh... rowing that boat. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you want to get in contact with us, you can do so on Twitter at GMW Podcast. Where can they email us? They can email us... On some sort of email type thing. Probably Gmail. Yeah. <laughs> GMWpodcast at gmail.com. Yep. What else can they do? I don't know. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> they can blog. Did you say at, Twitter? Yes. Okay. Gmail and at the blog. <laughs> I'm keeping all your name, by the way. GMWpodcast at WordPress. No, .wordpress.com? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Okay. Those are internet things. We suck. <laughs> <laughs> you can check out our blog at gmwpodcast.wordpress.com that has our YouTube videos, that has our the Twitter uh, feed. Twitter right feed. You can, there's a contact us form, so you don't even need to go on the email. But do. But do. Also, <laughs> sorry we don't be that. Sorry we didn't get a YouTube out this week. Um, we it, forgot. It was Domi's the forgotten. Sorry. <laughs> Oops. Keeping with the themes. Yeah. Uh, and please find us on iTunes. Search Kids Get Acquainted with the Internet. Uh, subscribe to us. Rate us. Review us. I know we don't have incentives anymore, but we'd still love it if you. But yes, please. I'm sure we'll probably have more contests in the future. Probably after the next hiatus is over. Uh, but please rate us and review us if you haven't already. Um, and our, I think our next few will be a little bit different. Well, we have that super special Halloween podcast mm-hmm. coming up. Hey, right, next week is <laughs> next week is Girl Meets Flaws. Um, seems to be high drama. We'll see how it goes. I hope seems like best. our podcast will fit the theme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So thank you for listening, and as always, dream, try, do good, class, class dismissed. dismissed.